welcome back to another Sawgrass Nature Center podcast with Abby and Shelby. And today we're going to be talking about bees. I love bees. I'm actually really excited for this podcast. Um, For those of you that are not familiar with us, we are a small nature center and wildlife hospital in Coral Springs, Florida. And we have an apiary on site. And for this podcast, we interviewed Dr. Leo Gosser, who actually manages and takes care of our apiary. And right now, we actually have cut honeycomb for sale in our gift shop, um, courtesy of our bees, which is pretty neat to see those perfect hexagons oozing with honey. Shameless plugging, all naturally sourced, 100% organic, ethically sourced. Um, So to start off our interview, one of our first questions obviously was, how did you get into beekeeping? Because I feel like that's such a very specific hobby to yes. just pick up. It's very niche. It very, very niche. And um, he actually has a long history with bees that sort of just kind of fell into his lap. So here's what he has to say about that. My name is Dr. Leo Gosser. I am the uh, founder of the Broward Beekeepers Association. And I'm also the founder of the Community Apiaries Project Incorporated. So these are organizations related to beekeeping. Uh, Broward Beekeepers Association is uh, a collection of beekeepers who get together and discuss bee, beekeeping issues. Community Apiaries Project Incorporated, on the other hand, is more of, of a teaching organization where we try to introduce uh, people to the concept of beekeeping uh, and what, what is involved. I was born and raised in Ohio on a farm. My father had some bees, not too many, a few hives. And so I was introduced to beekeeping at a young age. I moved uh, subsequently, I was in the pharmaceutical business and I moved from Ohio to Pennsylvania to New Jersey to Pennsylvania to Ohio, back and forth. And in almost every location, I had some bees. So I kept into it. And then when we moved to South Florida, uh, I, I, I just needed to get into it in a more dramatic way, I guess you could say. That is awesome. And I love hearing about how people get into um, their passions because this is truly a passion for him. What is a pollinator and why are they so important? Well, pollination is necessary in order for plants to produce fruits and vegetables. And the pollen is in the flower. So the bees will pick up, bees and other insects will pick up uh, uh, pollen from one flower and take it to another flower. Bees are particularly suited for this because they have uh, a need for pollen, first of all. So they are very attracted. This is their main diet pollen and nectar. So they are busy 24 hours a day, practically going into flowers and picking up their stocks and taking it back to the hive. And in so doing, they pass from one flower to another and pass the pollen. Bees are definitely very important for in food production. Without bees, we would not be able to feed ourselves. That is a fact. So we have a vested interest, or everybody should, every human should, Uh, have a vested interest in protecting bees. And some of the ways that bees are harmed are through pesticides, 
Um, that's a very big one. So another question that we asked Dr. Gosser is if he has personally noticed a trend in his apiaries that would reflect national and global data. Yeah, as someone who manages dozens of apiaries in Broward, I would expect that there would be some sort of reflection in that. So here's what he has to say about that. Yes, it's it's unfortunate. Uh, we do have sometimes uh, overuse of pesticides. And I, I will just recall an incident last year. I lost, uh, on my, my property here in Parkland, I lost four out of my five hives. Uh, it was just a dramatic kill-off. Uh, it had to have been pesticides. Yeah. But we also have what's called colony collapse disorder. This is, uh, uh, it, it's not really fully understood yet, but uh, there are many diseases of, uh, that, that affect bees. And if the colony gets weak, it just collapses. How can the public be a friend to bees in common spaces like our neighborhoods and backyards? I love this question because we have uh, pollinator gardens in our center. And a lot of times people actually call us wanting to invite bees and butterflies to, to their homes. And this is what Dr. Gosser had to say about how you can also be a friend to bees. Well, first of all, most people don't understand bees. Bees are not out to harm anyone. They are normally very docile. Uh, I can, I, I'm very familiar with bees, so I have no problem approaching a colony of bees on a tree. And uh, I'll, I'll be within inches of them and they don't bother me. Uh, it's important for people to realize that the bees are only going to attack someone if they are in a defensive mode and if they feel threatened. So if you uh, approach a hive and you're waving your arms, they see this as a, as a potential dangerous situation and they will get defensive. They'll come after you. So lastly, we asked Dr. Gosser about his favorite memory from his time working with bees. And this is what he shared with us. I'm 78 years old, so I've got a lot of history behind me. Uh, memorable. I will, I, I've got one, one, let's say a happy memory. Uh, I was asked by, I think it was the city of Fort Lauderdale some years back to remove bees from a, an abandoned building, abandoned house. And I went in there and they had four separate large colonies in the walls of this house. It was a frame structure. So it was interesting. Uh, it kept me busy all day doing this, of course. And they were huge. They were huge. So I benefited from getting a lot of good bees out of there. And the city was then able to call in their demolition crew and safely remove the house. So it didn't make any difference how much damage I did to the house. They were going to tear it down anyway. I imagine for someone who's worked with bees that long that they would have quite a plethora of stories to share. Um, and if you're looking to create your own story, 
Again, the Sawgrass Nature Center has its own on-site apiary, so if you're in the area, come check us out. Yes, and don't forget that if a bee lands on you, just stay very still. You got mistaken for a flower. Thank you, Dr. Gosser, for that wonderful interview. And thank you to Shelby for conducting said interview and coming up with all of the questions. Thank you to Christian Recasina for recording the music for our podcast. And thank you for listening. We hope that you found this interesting and informative. And we hope that you'll help us out by sharing this podcast with your friends and family. You can also follow us on social media. We're on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And you can find out more about how to get involved with us, how to help, whether it be financially or with your time at www.sawgrassnaturecenter.org. We will be back soon with another episode.